I'm Chelsea. And I'm Deidre. And we're giving you a million murders. Well, hope everybody's had a good day, yes. a good week. Today, I'm going to be talking about Jacob Wetterling, and I'm pretty sure that's how you say his last name. Yes, it is. So let's just jump on in. Um, we're, we're pretty busy today. Me and Deidre's got some spa stuff with some friends for weddings, and yes, we're recording extra this week because we've got trips in the next few weeks, or well, mm-hmm. well yeah, a few weeks. So, yes, we're like jumping on the bandwagon. We're getting stuff done. Getting ahead of the game. For you. Because we own it. For you all. It's all, it's all for y'all. It's all for you. Anything we sing, we don't own the rights. <laughs> we don't own the rights. So do not come Disclaimer. <laughs> so Jacob Wetterling, actually, his case was unsolved for 27 years until it was solved. Okay. So that's a long time. Yeah. That's for, cold. You know, someone to go not knowing things. Yeah. And it's really sad. So his teachers loved him. His family loved him. Everyone loved him. He was just one of those kids that were outgoing and silly and funny and, you know. Yeah. Well, he was born on February 17th mm-hmm. of 1978. And he sadly went missing on October 22nd of 1989. He was from St. Joseph, Minnesota. Jerry and Patty Wetterling were his parents. They also had four kids, Amy, Jacob, Trevor, and Carmen. Okay. So let's go through that day, what happened. You know, it was a pretty normal morning. Jacob actually went with his father, Jerry, to go fishing. (sighs) My computer, y'all. What is that? (laughs) It's not highlighted on the word. It's on the audacity. So when I'm like going to scroll down it's not working i can't it's like nothing can scroll on this (laughs) okay so he actually went fishing with his father jerry that day uh they had a great time together and you know that's always a good thing like a good time to go bond with your son like fishing and yeah you know it's a whole lot of waiting so you have that silence you know all the things you can talk about and stuff and right so they had a really nice time fishing. They, and then they headed back home to catch the beginning of the Vikings game. The Vikings game started at noon, and you after the Vikings, Vikings. <laughs> sorry, Ooh, I couldn't go without it. And after the Vikings game ended, Jerry had the boys go outside with him and toss the football around. Okay. So you know, just a little father son yeah. interaction, the typical bonding. stuff. Yeah. So that was Trevor and Jacob hanging out with their dad. Having a normal quality family day. Mm-hmm. Well, Patty and Jerry had actually had plans that night to go to a dinner party. Okay. So they left the house around 5.30-ish. And they were going to dinner at a friend's house who was about 20, 25 minutes from the house. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to be gone very long. It wasn't, you know, going to be a late night thing. So they just decided to let the kids stay home alone. Uh-huh. But the oldest daughter, Amy, actually wasn't there that night. Well, Jacob's parents told him that he could have a friend come hang out that night. 
So he called his best friend Aaron, and he came right over because the boys actually didn't have to go to school the next day so they could have a fun night together. Yeah. I remember those days when I was in school. I was like, can Ashley come over and stay? Mm -hmm. Or Ashlyn? Like, I had all these... Just ripping and running when I was a kid, still to this day. Yeah, I'm going to say still (laughs) ripping and running, always. Well, when they got to the dinner party, the parents, they that they were going to, they actually called the house, gave the kids the phone number of the house that they were at, so that way they would, you know, be able to get a hold of them if anything happened. Mm -hmm. Well, during the dinner, or during... During... The middle of the dinner party. I have to talk (laughs) slow sometimes so I can actually say my sentences correctly. Patty and Jerry received a call from Trevor asking if the boys could go ride their bikes down to the video rental store. Patty, being a very cautious mother, said no. Mm -hmm. She didn't want them to leave the house on their own, so they needed to find something to do at home. Yeah. And they lived in an area that was, you know, mainly fields and stuff, so, I mean, it was a little dangerous... You know, and it's getting darker too, so yeah. it's not like they're they they were on like in the middle of town or something yeah. where all these houses are and stuff. Which still things could still happen there. Right, right. Um, but they were in the middle of the country, basically. Yeah. But Trevor said, "Let me talk to Dad." Uh, I I'm said sure, no. I'm sure we've all pulled that move because I know I have. <laughs> like, can I talk? Let me talk, oh, let me to, talk Dad. to Daddy. Like, no, I said no, and y'all keeping your mm-hmm. butts at home. Well, Here he we actually decided to overrule Patty's <laughs> decision and told them that they could ride to the video store. He said as long as they brought big flashlights so that they could be seen by oncoming traffic, that they were good to go. But only 45 minutes after getting off the phone with them, another call came in, and it was one of their neighbors saying that they needed to come home immediately. Oh, God. So, the neighbor said that it had to do with Jacob and that he was missing. So, he ran, so Jerry ran to his wife, Patty, and told her, Jacob's missing, we need to go now. This neighbor then called the police and told them that Jacob was taken when he and his brothers were, or he and his brother were coming back from the video store. So, it was him, it was Jacob, his brother Trevor, and his friend Aaron okay. who went riding bikes. Well, according to Trevor and Aaron... Who were completely petrified from this. Sorry. Um, The three of them were riding home. And they were stopped on their bikes. And then a man approached them wearing a black mask and had a gun. So obviously this was every kid's worst nightmare. I'm sure they were absolutely terrified. I mean I would be. Well he asked for all of their ages. He looked at them all. And he first decided he didn't want Trevor, so he sent him running off into the woods. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he said if he looked back, he would shoot him. Mm-hmm. He th- then he looked at both Jacob and Aaron, decided he wanted Jacob, and sent Aaron running after Trevor into the woods, and said if you look back or try to help your friend, I will shoot you. I have some video, audio clips that I'm going to play throughout here Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna pull one up right now okay so give me a second ran as fast as i could to catch up with trevor and then you know we went maybe 100 yards and you look back you know and there's nobody there at that point looking back you know me and jacob are the same age we both look alike 
and it's pitch black and you probably couldn't really see our faces, I always had to live with that, you know, I was the last person you know, with him. That's 50-50 odds as far as, you know, me or him. And, you know, why did he choose him and not me? Mm. So, yeah, that was sad. I was like, why did he choose him and not me? That's really sad mm -hmm. and terrifying. Like, they're going to have to, you know, he's never going to forget that. That's mm -hmm. going to be... I was going to be in his memory. Yeah. Oh, that's like a awful memory to have. Yeah. Well, Aaron said that when he finally caught up with him, with him, <laughs> with Trevor, who was running ahead of him, they finally decided to stop when they thought they were, you know, far enough away and look back, but they couldn't see anything. So when the police heard this story, they automatically didn't believe the boys. They thought okay. that the, they thought that the three of them were playing with a gun I finally got it out. Hmm. But, yeah, they thought they were playing with a gun, and one of them accidentally shot Jacob, and the two of them were covering the whole thing up, you know, by telling this story. Well, where's he at then? Well, law enforcement did decide to start searching the area, you know, where the boys claimed that Jacob was taken. Mm-hmm. And, of course, time, time is of the essence here because we're dealing mm -hmm. with a missing child, you know. Yeah. So, Jacob's family did everything that they could to get his name out. Law, law enforcement <laughs> was actually helping them with this process, you know, getting posters up and stuff like that. Well, the media started covering the story as well, so that helped. Okay. Um, they were getting completely flooded with leads. This was, you know, it really struck the community, of course. It's 13-year-old boy. Yeah. I mean, everyone wanted to help find Jacob figure this out, you know, support the family. And there are times when the Wetterlings would literally have like 50 people at their house looking for Jacob. Just like. Wow. Yeah. So for the first couple of weeks of the investigation, it was all anyone was talking about and it became a major household name. Mm -hmm. More and more people are finding out that Jacob went missing and reaching out to help. But like with any of these cases, the media slowed down their coverage on it until it just completely stopped. Yeah. You know, no leads, you know, they're not finding anything. But the family was seriously determined to not let anyone forget about Jacob. They continued to follow leads, do public speeches, anything to get the word out to ensure that Jacob was not forgotten about. Yeah. Which is really sad when you think about it. Oh, yeah. Now, this is really interesting. Mm. So, I'm, I was going to say, this is Joy Baker, but they can't see who she is. So, there's a lady <laughs> named Joy Baker, and I'll post her. That way, they can see. Yeah. And you can see, because <laughs> I don't even have her pulled up. But anyway, she's a blogger. Okay. And in 2010, she was looking for something to write about, and, you know, and she, she come across Jacob Wetterling, his case. Yeah. And she was absolutely fascinated and consumed by the story. So she ended up actually contacting Patty Wetterling, his mother, Jacob. His mother, Jacob's mother. And kind of started putting together her own little investigation, you know, to what she thinks could have happened. Right. And through her own research, which is really cool because, you know, there's a lot of awesome internet sleuths. crime journalists and yeah you know who are literally making pro progress in cases yes and solving cold and cases so out exactly there. helping solve them solving them um 
And that's a lot of the reason why some cold cases are being solved is because of these bloggers and stuff. Yeah, the internet sleuths are mm-hmm. are the real deal. <laughs> I had to throw my mm-hmm in there. <laughs> um, let's see. She discovered five boys all went missing in the same area between summer of 86 and spring of 87. Huh. This is Jared. Oh, well, this is Jared. He was actually, which y'all can't see. I'll put a picture up of Jared. Um, he was actually a kid who got abducted nine months before Jacob did. Oh. So this happened in Cold Springs, just literally down the road from the Wetterlings. Mm. It was only six days before his 13th birthday and only three blocks from this kid's house. This man approached him in a car as he was walking down the street. Mm-hmm. This man, I just said that, pulled the car up and stopped the car, and Jared started giving this guy directions, because he just thought he, you know, he just automatically assumed. Yeah. Well, this is when the driver jumped out of the car, grabbed him by the shoulders, put him in his car, and said he has a gun and isn't afraid to use it. He was then driven five miles away from that location, trigger warning, He was sexually assaulted by this man. Oh, no. But he was let go, and he was able to go home as long as he ran away and never looked back. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was was almost exactly what this man told Trevor, Aaron, and Jacob as well. Yeah. So, the way that Trevor and Aaron described this man is extremely similar to how Jared described the man who messed with him. Mm Mm-hmm. He was average in height and weight. He had a low-key, raspy voice. And sadly, the years went by, and Jacob was not heard from. From then... Oh, my gosh. Jacob... (laughs) And sadly... (sighs) (laughs) Beep. (laughs) And sadly, the years went by, and Jacob was not heard from. So, that's what... That was, like, 2015, I think. Mm Mm-hmm. So, October 28th of 2015, a man named Danny, Danny Henrich, Henrich, however you want to say it. Heinrich, there you go. H-E-I-N-R-I-C-H? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Was named a man of interest in this case. He was then arrested, but here's the backstory on this guy. So, back in December of 89, the year Jacob was taken. Mm Mm-hmm. Danny was actually questioned by the FBI, but they didn't have enough evidence linking Jacob to Danny, and he was let go. Hmm. But Danny's DNA was actually connected to the abduction of Jared through DNA evidence on Jared's sweater. Okay. So remember when Jared went through a very similar situation to what the boy described, you know, happening to Jacob less than a year earlier? Mm Mm-hmm. But... Unfortunately, by the time that they matched Danny's DNA to the sweater, the statute of limitations expired. Oh. And they were not able to arrest him or hold him accountable in any way. That's why the statute of limitations for sexual assault should be longer than like four or five years. I don't know what it is now, but I think it's still like... Well, I don't understand why there's even that there anyway it's sexual it's like, assault yeah like it like, should oh, always be 
able yeah. to, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, it happened five years ago? Well, too bad. Oh, it happened ten years ago? Oh, it's, you know, he's probably changed. People don't, people yeah. can change, but I'm just saying, yeah. it's not right. They need to be held accountable for their actions, no matter if they've changed or not. Yeah, well. No matter thing, if they become a better person or not. <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, is that there are people who, there are literally cases out there where people have been sexually assaulted by somebody statue of limitations was up so you know if they've been doing this all time raping and attacking mm-hmm. more people and if he'd got put away the first time that wouldn't it wouldn't have happened, have happened. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway <laughs> we got off on a tangent my spine. okay but it was a good enough reason for them to search his house okay so they searched his house and when they were searching his house they found child pornography and obviously they immediately arrested him good so as part of a really odd plea bargain, Danny decided to cooperate with the authorities. Mm. Mm-hmm. And on September 1st, 2016, Danny decided, wait, Danny showed the FBI where he buried Jacob Wetterling. Ugh. And sure enough, Jacob was exactly where Danny had put him 27 years earlier. Wow. Yeah, it was... It was weird. Like, it was odd that he was, like, cooperating and, like, agreed to show. Because that, they wasn't even getting him on that. Getting him. It was weird. So, his confession was trigger warning. I'm just going to go ahead and trigger warning. Okay. So, his confession was he drove Wetterling from St. Joseph to Painesville, where he molested the boy and murdered him. Danny told the judge, I was driving on a dead-end road. I noticed three children on their bicycles with a flashlight. He said he drove away with Jacob, handcuffing him. The boy asked, what did I do wrong? Oh, no. He told them where Jacob was in exchange for not being charged for the murder. Of course. (sighs) But Danny still faces 20 years in prison after pleading guilty on the pornography charges. Okay. So, the Wetterlings agreed to the deal to bring an end to their tireless search. Yes. You know, it was only about 30 minutes from the Wetterlings' house, and law enforcement were able to confirm it was him through dental records. Mm-hmm. So, sadly, on September 3rd of 2016, the family had to make the heart-wrenching statement to the public that Jacob had been found. And I have a clip of Patty, his mom, speaking on that so let me pull that up i'm so sorry it's incredibly painful to know his last days today after 27 years patty wetterling finally learned what happened to her son jacob for us jacob was alive until we found until we found him so she said she apologized to him to jacob i was like oh not your fault no that's what really gets you too. when the parents are like you know we're sorry we failed you or this this, and that i'm like Uh, no some cases um but (laughs) yeah sometimes sometimes, you did sometimes not to victim blame but like sometimes you did but oh you know his dad feels terrible she did nothing wrong no and his dad did nothing wrong i mean yeah no he just thought he lived in a better world than he did mm-hmm. and like you just can't think that the world is 
better than what it is because it's not when that sounds really cynical but it's the truth i mean people out here are there are scary people in the world and you just have to try to protect yourself the best you Mm -hmm. can and even then it's sometimes it's just not what it is this is real dark i'm sorry it's dark dark. well obviously they wanted answers either way yeah and kind of knew i skipped a sentence sorry (laughs) um Obviously, they wanted answers either way, and I'm sure they weren't set on him still being alive, you know, at this point. Right. But they must have kind of known, but I just feel like as a parent, you'd always have that hope. And having that hope crushed you, crushed for you. Having that hope crushed for you mm-hmm. would be so hard, especially, you know, yeah. after 27 years. Yeah. You know, of searching, still searching, you know. But that's so sad, his mom. Yeah. Well, (laughs) let's move on. So this next part is going to make a lot of you mad, as it did me. Oh, God. Okay. So because Danny agreed to a plea deal and showed them where Jacob's body was essentially allowing them to solve the Wetterling case... He was not charged with Jacob's murder because that was part of the plea, the plea deal, that he would show them where he was as long as he wasn't charged for the murder. Which is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Even though he confessed to it, but That's he was only sentenced for one count of child pornography. His charge does carry a maximum prison sentence of 20 years. But, mm-hmm. I mean, 20 years, that's it. Like, that's not... You killed somebody. Yeah. So, only 20 years after sexually assaulting at least two kids that we know of and then killing one, he could get out in 17 years on good behavior. Like, no, no good behavior for the child molester. No, I don't care how good he is in jail. There's no kids in jail. Mm-hmm. There aren't any kids. There's no kids in jail. There aren't any There's kids no in jail. kids in jail. <laughs> like, <clears throat> yeah, it's really sad. So... Um, however, this plea does not let authorities seek civil commitment as a sexual predator. Therefore, there's a good chance that he will never actually be free. Oh, okay. Do you need me to read that again? Yeah. I almost (laughs) read the wrong sentence. This plea does not let authorities seek civil commitment as a sexual predator Therefore, gives a good chance that he will never actually be free. So, a lot of people were like, you know, how did this happen? Like, how did that happen for that to... How did that happen? Yeah. It's not like Danny could have planned this out. You know, the chances of the boys being there, it was completely random. You know, they hadn't had these plans. It's not like he was stalking them or planning this whole thing. So, it, I mean, it was... Just a random thing that happened. Yeah. But who knows, like, it could have happened at some point if it didn't happen to those boys. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would have happened to someone. Whoever would have been at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. It was going to happen to someone else. Because, I mean, either way, he's raped a child anyways. Yeah. No, he's like, he just saw, you know, an opportunity and he took it. Well, 
He said that the night he killed Jacob, he was driving through the streets without any clear idea of what he was doing or where he was going. Mm-hmm. Hunting. Hunting. Just on the hunt. Yeah. Well, that's when he came across the three boys, and he saw that they were riding their bikes with flashlights. And he... Earlier, I was saying, like, he was saying stuff, but this, it goes into more details. Mm-hmm. So... He said that he parked the car and he put on his mask and he waited for the boys to come towards him. And he said that he was able to avoid police by listening to a police scanner. Yeah. Which anyone can do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it can be good, but it can also be bad, obviously. Oh, yeah. To have a police scanner. Serial killers have done mm -hmm. that before, yeah. Well, he heard police sirens, which had nothing to do with him, but thought that might possibly be coming for him and he got scared so he panicked and what i'm about to say is gonna make you mad because it really really made me mad because the whole ending to this could have been avoided if it was wasn't for those police sirens so he panicked because he heard this police sirens and he randomly decided to shoot jacob in the head so which, why wouldn't you just, just drop him if, off? If he wouldn't have heard these sirens, who knows? Jacob could still be alive. And I'm not blaming the police or anything like that. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just saying, I'm just like, wow, like, police sirens? But then again, it's like, maybe he's just making this up to kind of, like, have some kind of what he thinks is an excuse. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, if you heard police sirens and you're thinking, oh, they're on to me... Take the child out of the just car drive and away. Just, just, just leave. Leave Leaving. the kid on the side of the road and somebody would have found him. Like, oh, the police are coming for me. Let me just shoot him in the head. And that, yeah, so that, was, so that's going to solve it. Yeah, like you could have just had kidnapping if they had even found you. Did you, you. say murder rap? Yeah. <laughs> murder rap. Now you got a murder rap. Murder rap. But, yeah, oh. I was like, whenever I seen that, oh, it made me so sick to my stomach. Which, oh, I could almost get caught. Let me shoot this child in the head. Yeah. You could have let him go, and then they may not have ever even found him. Well, it gets... Please tell me something. No, I shouldn't wish bad on anybody, but doggone it. It gets a little crazy here in a second, too. So, mm. Jacob, okay. I'm going to say some things that Jacob... That he is saying that Dan, uh, that Jacob said. Okay. So, Jacob eventually said, I'm cold, take me home. And he started to cry. Mm. And Danny choked up as he described that how he was, or how he saw a patrol car come down the highway. Like, I roll. Bless your heart. Like, oh, you're so Are scared. you okay? You want me to pat you on the back while you get this out? Mm. Whatever. So, Danny told Jacob to turn around. He raised the revolver to Jacob's head, but the gun jammed. Jacob Your sign. Was, yeah. Jacob was still standing, and Danny said he pulled the trigger a second time, and he fell to the ground. So, he walked back to his home, the Plaza Hotel in Plainsville, returning a couple hours later to bury Jacob in a shallow grave. So, he just left him there for two hours. Ugh. Laying there, you know. Uh, he returned one year later, where he buried him. A year later, returned. Yeah. Discovering that the remains were partially uncovered. Yes, yeah, so got covered. And that, that he back could up. even see his jacket. 
So he moved the bones and the clothes to a farm across the highway where he dr- where he dug trench where he dug two feet deep and that's where Jacob remained for nearly 27 years. Wow. Two feet. Just two feet into the ground. Yeah. That's, I mean... I mean, yeah, it's a little easier to do it while it's just bones, but it's awful. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, trying to dig, like, six feet, like, two feet would be enough that it would probably take a while for that to get uncovered. Yeah. But he obviously didn't even dig two feet the last time Mm-mm. or oh, something. Or, or, I mean, lots of things could have well, made it happen. Well, he could have it because happen. It, was his, it was still his whole body. It wasn't just bones. Yeah. So. Like anything, like water, anything could have made that, like, mm-hmm. rise up. But I'm just like, you are yeah. garbage. Well, some, there's a silver lining a little, a little, a little small silver lining okay. to the story. Well, in 1994, the Jacob Wetterling Act was passed, and this was the first law to institute a state sex offender register. Okay. After Jacob's abduction, Patty and Jerry, his mother and father, formed the Jacob Wetterling Foundation, and this is an ad. ad- advocacy group for children's safety and in 2008 the foundation became the Jacob Wetterling Resource Center and the foundation is dedicated to spreading education and awareness about sexual predators how it happens who takes them you know what can we do to prevent it Mm -hmm. Uh, I think the worst thing about this though is knowing that you know they spent 27 years looking for their son and then finding out that, you know, he died that night. That night he went missing. He was the night gone. that they were like, hey, Jacob was taken. Come home. That was he, it. That was the night he died, too. Like, it like it was too late before they even got home, mm-hmm. probably. Well, he died on the day he was taken, and no one knew. So, you know, it's sad thinking that an innocent child just riding their bike on a summer night, you know, with your friends and having your life taken, a, you know, a detour like that. Because someone's selfish impulses that yeah they just randomly decided to do something like this horrible oh. you know but that's the ending to that it was really sad yeah really sad and some of them things though man made me mad oh yeah I was hot over oh, here I'll tell you where he is as long as I don't get you know and I, I know that's a thing I, I know pe- that's a thing a lot of people don't get charged with things that they do because they, they're they like, I'll give you this if you give me this. Yeah. And it's like... Most it, of the it, time, it's like getting off the death penalty, less time. Usually, they don't get away scot-free oh, for it. Oh, he got scot-free. He got... And mm-hmm. I guess because they had those pornography charges, they were like, okay. We had but I'm like, no, I want I you to go to jail for my son's death. And I guess that they were just at that point and like... Well, and also the parents... They just they want, agreed to it. They wanted, yeah. They wanted to they know where their son peace. was, and oh. that's sad that you're, that that's what you. I mean, that's what you're gonna have to do. And you to know get that peace. he knew that the parents would be like, "Yes, we just want to know where our baby's at." Yeah. Because if that happened to me, yeah, and I'd the person that it. killed my child, I'd be like, 
Just tell me yes, where. Just tell, tell me where my, my child is. Because whoo, it's awful. I just want to. There's a lot of things I want to say about this person I know. who did this, but I I won't because we trying to. We I had to put the explicit on episode <laughs> two because there were f words in the story. I so I'm it. sorry. Yes, I don't remember hearing one. and I was gonna bleep them out, and then I forgot to. So there are f words. And <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't me saying them. It was the people telling the stories. So we have tried to keep it clean. Well, I would love to know what you guys think about this case and mm-hmm. what your thoughts are. I, I just said that twice. Just different <laughs> words. <laughs> but, Rewording. Um, if you want to email us, you can. Uh, you can email us at amelianmotors at gmail.com if you have questions or, you know, concerns or thoughts about the cases that we cover or if you have things that you've experienced that you want us to share. And if you don't want us to use your name, you can just make up some name and we'll just be like, you know, Joe was like, da 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 or like yeah. Andy said, this happened to him. You know, we, we don't have to use your real name. Right. I mean, we can just use your first name. If you just want us to use your first name, that's fine. Yeah, whatever you want to do. But we ain't going to blow you out like it. <laughs> blow unless you out. You, unless you want to be <laughs> famous like us. No, just kidding. <laughs> yes. But, um, but yeah, you can do that. Or if you have things, if you know cases that you want us to cover, mm-hmm. you can email us and let us know. I know Jessica emailed us the other day. Oh, she did? Uh-huh. She wants us to do the staircase from she our is, old podcast. Mm-hmm. She's wanting us to do that one, and she's wanting us to do that one that happened in our hometown years and years ago, but I'll, oh, yeah, you can yeah, look yeah. at it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What yes. do you think? Do that, and also go to our Instagram, at A Million Murders, and look at the pictures of the people and the places and the things and stuff like that. Oh, I'm going to tell them on Instagram when we post our things, the first, the picture that you see, it's going to be the episode number. That way it's a lot easier for you guys to find. Cause I mean, say we had like a, we were like on 999 episodes. Yeah. Say and, we do a million murders. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you want to find it. And you're just now listening. Murder you know, 573. Yeah. If we're on 573 <laughs> or 999 and you're just now like, listening while we're on that number so you're starting from the beginning obviously it's just gonna be a lot easier for yeah for you to anyone find to find the episode instead of like you know counting and doing all that yeah nonsense so yeah all right well that was a good sad case okay and we have a facebook page um it's a little group that you can join and a lot of you have been invited um but it is just called a million murders right yeah yeah anybody can search it yep so you can just it's search that private. on facebook and chelsea had posted the link to spotify for the first episode but i was a little struggly and didn't realize that that's all she had done so the second one is not on there the link but you know it's been out and i will just post that now that i have remembered and know how to do it <laughs> and also you can invite people to join too yeah they can invite people and you need to go on your facebook and invite your friends oh i I already did you did Mm -hmm. okay yep i did i I know we have like over 300 members what'd you say 
Yeah, we have over 300 members on there. What? Look, I ain't even... I'm like, do do what? (laughs) What? (laughs) Yay. Yes, we have over 300 members. All right. Uh Well, y'all go ahead and listen. Go to our Instagram, you 300 (laughs) people on the Facebook page. We're going to have to put... Okay, we'll put something up for the Instagram so that y'all can follow it. Because we got like two followers right now. Aunt Kelly, ride or die. She is ride or die. hold it down. She holding it down for us. Our other one is Erin. I won't say her. Yes. Um, yes and my cousin. she's got some a beautiful family that I've seen on the, <laughs> on the Instagram. I won't say your Instagram name because yeah, because I did. They can see who's following. That's just two followers, so they're gonna know who it is. Oh, that's true. Okay. Here. Well, we'll we'll start over. But yes, over 300 followers. Holla. Yes, that's exciting. Hopefully they like us, though. I mean, that doesn't yeah. mean... <laughs> They're not like, this was terrible. I'm never listening like, annoying. Again. But we are rambling, so let's wrap this up. Yes. <laughs> um, Thanks for tuning in. And we and... hope... Oh. What? <laughs> I thought this was it, and I thought I was supposed to say my part. Remember? Yeah, Did... I remember, but I don't know what I was trying to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope that you tell all your friends and your family. Yes, and we hope you come back for a million million more. more. Bye. (laughs)